the FCS college football experience, FCS playoffs, preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by bet. Three sixty five. bet. Three sixty five is offering new users a thousand dollar risk-free bet sign up today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash bet. Three sixty five Ross up brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the FCS College Football Experience. Woo-hoo. FCS playoffs preview and picks episode, as well as a few other games we will talk about. And uh, yeah, uh, this is the best time of year. This is where we all get started. Right, the road to Frisco heats up. We had selection Sunday. We uh, were trying to do an episode, but we were batshit crazy going each way, everywhere. We got shit going on, but here we are. We have it all. We have the field. We got the road to Frisco, and damn it, I am excited. So uh, look, perhaps you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, and that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick. Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Yes, we've got a real playoffs. Holy shit. Not this FBS nonsense popularity contest. We got a real playoff. There was guidelines for most of the teams. The rest, you can't bitch. You could have won your conference. You didn't. Be happy you got in. But yes, we will talk about some of those. But this playoff, the road to Frisco is the way. I don't get it. We get. A real playoffs in the FCS. We get a real playoffs in D2, D3, NAIA. All the high school levels, to quote my my late great friend Mike Leach, the NFL, college, everywhere, Little League, they can all figure out a real playoffs, but the FBS corrupt as they come. I'm excited to break it down and talk about who got snubbed and who didn't. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for they call him the Golf Coast Guru, and you know damn well. Even during the holidays, he's gonna be out there on all those power boats, riding through the fucking Everglades on one of those fan boats. Perhaps I don't know. That doesn't seem like I don't know. Those things go pretty fast. I've never been on a fan boat. But either way, this guy, he's on, he's on yachts. He's on boats. He's on pontoon boats, just sipping cocktails with the lime in them or a fucking pineapple. I don't know. Rick flair would approve of this guy. Give it up for Mike Rose, AKA the Gulf coast guru. How you doing brother? Yeah, buddy. Those power boats. Those are more for the farmer friend inland Florida type boys. Yeah. I'm out there by the cabanas telling everybody that listens about FCS football in the road to Frisco. Let's go. Let's Dude, go I'm ready. This is, this is Cabana football, baby. Let's go. All right. Uh, wow. Where, well, I mean, look, we got, I was like, we planned a recap, but this is such a crazy re- uh, week with the holidays. I guess I, I'll hit on a few. We had the brawl of the wild and Bobby Hawk and Montana. Holy shit. It's easy to see a tide turn. They might be able to win it all the way they're playing right now dominating performance in Missoula against the Bobcats. They win the brawl of the wild. What did you make of this one, man, man? 
Uh, obviously, we both picked them uh, to cover the number and, and potentially, you know, win the game. We said we thought they were going to win, but I did not see that ass whooping coming. Uh, I previewed uh, the tournament coming up in a little article you could find on SGPN.com or download the app, people. Uh, but it's on there. And, and that's what I said about this Montana team. Tale of two seasons, man. Completely flipped it on its head. Now here they are whipping ass against in the brawl of the wild. I just love it. Uh, this team's dangerous. Yeah, they're super dangerous. And folks, as Mike alluded to here, he just wrote a great article regarding the FCS playoff picture, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, or you can download the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. Check it out. Um and uh yeah, I mean the outcomes, the shocking outcomes, I will say that was number one, a brawl of the wild always should be in, in, you know, regardless if it's a close game or not, but regardless, that was an ass whooping. And then a uh, big one, Duquesne beat Mary Mac. We, we didn't, we, we were off on this one, but Duquesne went up on the road, took care of business one by 12 at Mary Mac and the Dukes are dancing more on that in a little bit. But what'd you make of that game? Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, Mary Mac just couldn't get it done at home. I really thought with the way they kind of picked it up at the season went on that this was the perfect spot. But uh, I mean, shout out to Kane, to Kane and uh, CJ Sullivan's Dukes. I, I like the look, you know, you go out there, you almost fumbled away your season to uh, Stonehill the season before or the gate the week before. And then you come out and you take care of business against Mary Mac on the road, get yourself back in the playoffs and uh, you're going to meet a team that you don't want to meet. Go Gwens. Let's go. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Uh, some of the other ones that I think were a little shocking. Holy cross beat the piss out of Georgetown, Georgetown covered by a half a point. Though it was 21 and a half. Uh, Lafayette Lehigh was a fascinating game because Lafayette was losing at halftime. And I was like this rivalry game. Here we go. Lehigh's going to fuck them up. Whatever was said at halftime though, Lafayette came out the second half. I watched this whole game and absolutely laid it on Lehigh and Lafayette going to the FCS playoffs because they win the Patriot league. No sweating out uh, selection Sunday as they get it done there. Uh, what did you make of that? And uh, I mean, we'll talk Holy cross, you know, they got snubbed. I personally think Holy cross deserved to be in, but what'd you make of this one? Yeah. Lafayette, man. I mean, this is, this is the kind of game that you have nightmares about when it's, it's for the playoffs and you're, you're playing a rival and not just a rival, but the oldest rival in all of college football. That's the oldest rivalry there is. So, I mean, hell of a spot to have to get it done, but to go in at halftime, it's a little bit of a close game. And then you come out and you just lay it on them in the second half. That's what you want to see. John Troxel, you know, we're coming up on uh, all the coaches heads rolling in the FBS. I'm curious to see, does he make a leap, man? I, I don't know. I think he might earn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, certainly. After that, I mean, I don't. Uh, great story. We did not foresee that beginning of the year. Uh, Harvard lost to Yale in the game. It was fantastic. I watched every snap of it. And then fucking Dartmouth beat Brown going on at the same time. Jake Wilcox couldn't get it done as Buddy Tevens Dartmouth rest, may he rest easy. Uh, so what essentially happened was fucking Dartmouth. Uh, won a share of the Ivy them and Yale won the Ivy essentially. So what did you make of, uh, of those? I mean, we kind of thought Yale was going to get them. I didn't know the tiebreaker situation there. So I guess, you know, Dartmouth got part of a part of a championship there. Uh, what, what'd you make of it? Yeah. In my mind, it's a, uh, you know, if good, good for Dartmouth. I'm, I'm glad Yale, they beat them head to head in the season. So to me, congratulations, Yale Bulldogs. You are the Ivy league champs. Uh, unfortunately for you, those, uh, you know, sitting up on their high thrones in the Ivy league, don't want you to get a shot in the playoffs. So that is the stupidest thing. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's go. Who doesn't want to compete more? Football is meant to be fun folks. Fucking losers. Um, <laughs> Okay, then we had some shockers go on. Well, no. First off, Drake Butler. Oh, really good fucking game. Butler looked like they were going to win this thing. Drake goes on a final drive down the field, gets the points 13 to 9. They get the dub against the Butler Bulldogs in Indianapolis. Drake has clinched a ticket to the FCS playoffs. Shout out to the Bulldogs. 
uh, for getting it done against Blake or against uh, Brett Bushka and company. And then you had Shok, uh, SoCon shockers. Wofford beat Furman. Furman member had already clinched. Still sh- shocking, and I wonder about that moving forward. And then the big one here. Sorry, Weehawk for the Weehawk minute. Western Carolina. I really feel like had they won this game, they would have been in the FCS playoffs. But Danny Rocco and the VMI Key Debts knock off Western Carolina 27-24 in Lexington, Virginia. Oh my God. What'd you make of that one? Man, that one was uh disheartening. Hey, Extreme Air 21 in the chat. Yes, live, live. This is live. Um, yeah, Western Carolina, man. I didn't I didn't see that coming. They needed to win in dramatic fashion, really. They needed to pour it on uh to even have a shot at being selected for the playoffs. But I mean, shout out to Danny Rocco. He did a hell of a job there at VMI. So I'm gonna give him a little credit. I know it's the Weehawk minute, the final Weehawk minute, but I'm gonna give a shout out to Danny Rocco and the key debts. They overperformed all year, and that's just a solid win for you know a, a lower talented team than Western Carolina. And, and Western Carolina needed that game. So awesome. Great job. Yeah, yeah. And Howard survived Morgan state. We got the cover, but uh, Howard survived and they are playing in the celebration bowl as they win the MIAC. Uh Meanwhile, North Carolina, a and T lost to Campbell, which I found interesting more on that in a minute. Uh, Villanova, Delaware. I owe you a shot. I don't have any liquor in front of me or actually I do, but I don't have a shot glass, uh, but I will accomplish that next week. Um, as Villanova beat the piss out of Delaware. I did not. I thought this would be a game 35, seven. What an ass whooping. Uh, Elon tried their best against Hampton 51 to 14. Try to make a statement more on that in a minute. Uh, Gardner Webb clinched won the conference by beating Charleston Southern 34 to 10. Uh, that was a big outcome there. And Samford took down UT Martin as we, we thought that was a sneaky spot for UT Martin. Maybe they would have got in uh, had, uh, you know, maybe that would have been a deciding game. Uh, Princeton also took down Penn. Richmond, William and Mary was a classic. William and Mary ends up battling back scoring, but going for two in the win, didn't get it done. Richmond wins the capital city classic 27, 26, 26. I watched that whole game. That game was fantastic. Also the Salukis put it on Indiana state. And I touched on that f- for a reason. Youngstown put it on Murray once again, touched on that for a reason. And then you see Davis and Dan Hawkins beat Sacramento state by 10 in the rivalry game. Interesting. Uh, North Dakota state put it on Northern Iowa. Those were some of the big outcomes there. Uh, also uh, Dayton put it on Davidson mm-hmm. big time collapse by those wildcats. Um, What'd you make of all of those ones there? Is there anything that stood out to you? Because we can transition from that into uh, Selection Sunday there. As I feel like I was a little bit surprised at some of those outcomes, but what'd you make of those outcomes right there? Yeah, I mean the one the one that's jumping off the the page at me is is the William and Mary one. Um, I don't understand the going for two. Like when you're the home team and, yes. and you know, you, you, you just go to overtime every time when you're the home team, if you're on the road and particularly if you're a road underdog, you go for the two, you go for the win. If you're home and, and they were favored in this game, you, you kick the field goal. You got home field advantage, go to overtime. Let's go. You know, well, you and, get that. and even more puzzling was they had the momentum at the time. It was, it reminds mm-hmm. me of Kansas state going forward at the four yard line against Texas the other day. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? You had the whole momentum in the fourth quarter there. What are you doing? Extend yeah. the game, put the pressure on them. I don't get it. But uh, anyway, we are uh, we <laughs> Sunday. The the seeds were announced. We got the FCS playoffs. It's fantastic. The one seed, obviously, South Dakota State. The two seed, Montana Grizzlies. After that, brawl, the wild win. And I can't I can't disagree with that. I think that's deserving. The three seed was the South Dakota Coyotes. The four seed was the Idaho Vandals. Five, Reese Poffenberger and the Albany Great Danes. Six was Montana State, the Bobcats. Seven was the Paladins of Furman. Eight 
Villanova. Those are the, the, you know, the, those are the eight seeds. The rest is, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I can go, we're going to go one by one on the matchups, but that's the top eight seeds right there. Some of the shockers, I think North Dakota state got in name brand and they look good against Northern Iowa. I think they deserve to be in. Mm-hmm. I'd say the shockers are to me, North Carolina central getting in. So they miss the celebration bowl. They're in the FCS playoffs. Do you think North Carolina central was perhaps more deserving than Holy cross? Cause I don't. Yeah, that one's tough. I mean, it, you know, part of me, part of me is really happy. North Carolina central's in. Cause I wanted to see Davius Richard in this spot. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And what a blessing in disguise to lose the Miak. And uh, basically, I, I guess it depends on how, you, you know, I know the celebration bowl is very heralded, but you know, it's all about the road to Frisco when you're talking big, big picture. So yeah. um, maybe they don't see it as a blessing in disguise, but in some ways, you know, I'm sure you can, I'm excited to see Davius Richard in these playoffs and I, we'll get to the game. I, I think they got a real shot to advance, but um, it's no, they don't have the resume. They don't, they haven't beaten the teams that, you know, some of these other teams that did not make it have. So uh, while they're sitting there nine and two and the record looks good and they got the star quarterback, I don't necessarily know that they had the resume. I was shocked at a few of these other ones too. I don't know how Delaware is in over Villanova. Um, what do you, what do you mean? Wait, where's Nova? Nova's uh, eight, eight seed. Oh yeah, my bad. My yeah. Bad. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Shots, what man. was the CAA controversy then? Um, Elon didn't make it, which Elon beat Delaware. So I'm gonna guess that's probably the one you're thinking. Sorry, brain fart. Um, yeah, you're right. That was maybe the one that I was arguing on Twitter. I was arguing one. Uh, maybe that and, was and it. And I agree with you. To me, there's nothing. There's nothing that surpasses the head to head. I don't care about your name brand. I don't care. You know, we'll talk about Sac state in a little bit, I'm sure, but I don't care if you beat an FBS, if you play somebody head to head and you lose to them and your records are similar. Yeah. I, I value the head to head, man. What means more than a, a win over the team that makes it in over you and Delaware got their ass whooped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This was not a, uh, I mean, I know, look, I know Elon has got their, I think they got their ass whooped by Nova. If memory serves me correct. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Delaware just lost by how? What was that final score last week? That shit was like thirty-four to seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. That was a bit shocking. But I I also understand they're a blue blood, Mm -hmm. and we better get used to this because it's going to start to happen in the FBS. (laughs) Um, Another one I think of surprising was Sac State. They Mm -hmm. just lost to UC Davis. Sac State in. You see Davis out. I think you can make a compelling argument that uh that Dan Hawkins bunch could be more deserving than Sac. I guess Sac State has the win against Stanford. I think that's the one that's, that's the whole it's gotta be the whole thing, man. Yeah. That's the one Davis, where you Davis have a better record and a better conference record and beat them by ten in a head to head. I I this is probably the one that I take the most issue with because Sac state lost to every team they played. That was good other than Stanford. And they played Stanford early in the year. Stanford has their old coach. So you got some advantage in knowing what he does. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know what Sac state honestly did to earn their way in. And, and I think Davis just being in conference and just beating them by 10 last week at the day before the selection, I, I don't know how you put them in over Davis. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have a better conference record. They beat them <laughs> head to head. I understand the Stanford win is a great win, but you were also facing a former coach that was your head coach. So you know what he's accustomed to doing. Uh, were you at all surprised? There is no UT Martin Skyhawks. You know, no, not really. Uh, like a, a little bit, but I think they needed that Sanford win. Um, I don't think they had the resume that really, you know, held them up. Kind of like how we were saying about NC Central getting in. I, I don't feel like they had the wins outside of their losses to get in. So, you know, I know nine and two looks really good, and it's going to look better than you know some of the 
uh, what it's, you know, seven and four type records that you see in there. But um, no, I'm not really that surprised. I, I didn't think the resume spoke to it, but you know, some of the teams that are in, I don't think their resume really spoke to it either. So there's definitely arguments that could be made. And I, I want to just bring up the central Holy cross angle. Holy cross almost was the team that I thought threatened South Dakota state the most last year. Now I, I know you shouldn't be looking at last year when basing this year, but I do think when you look at what central has done and I like North Carolina central, I'm not Davis Richards. Great. I enjoy watching them and I went, I have nothing against them, but I do think when you look, okay, they played an FBS at UCLA. They lost by 52. They also lost to Howard by 30. Uh, they won a game against Campbell in overtime, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you're sitting there saying, uh, okay, did I say they, I feel like I misread something earlier, but anyway, um, they smashed Delaware state 55 to 14 in the season finale. And they have some blowout wins, but they also have a six point win against Morgan state. Now I think if you compare that to Holy cross who Two out of their three losses were against power or were against FBS teams. A three-point loss to a power five in Boston College. I understand UCLA is better than Boston College, but I don't know how much better. Also, Army, who just beat Coastal Carolina, they only lost by three there. All of their losses are by three points. They lost to Lafayette by three. Mm-hmm. They beat Yale by 25 points. Yale just won part of the Ivy League. Mary Mack was a good team. They beat them by 22. Uh, Georgetown was decent. 21 point win there. I, I think they chose wrong. I think Holy cross has a better resume than North Carolina central. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. And, and you also, you know, you get the, you get some of the name brand out of it, which is why I'm surprised they passed on Holy Cross. You know, like every, everybody knows, you know, if you follow FCS, you know, you know who Holy Cross is. You saw him last year. You saw him push uh, South Dakota State. So I, I think it's very surprising that they passed on a chance to get Matthew Saluka in there, uh, being a star player, one of the faces of the FCS as far as going into the season. So um, I definitely agree. I think if Holy Cross and NC Central played, I think Holy Cross would honestly take him to the house. but you know, yeah, it's I, the four I, losses I, I, to the three. It's that Harvard loss. Yeah. That's probably the difference, but you also should factor in. They didn't have Saluka for a couple games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I, I just think they chose wrong there. Um, but uh, any other strong takeaways? I mean, the, the, we have the match set up uh, for, for, you know, the showdown on, and, and I'll read that. So the bye weeks, those eight bye weeks, once again, South Dakota state, uh, Villanova in the same bracket. South South Dakota State's the one. Villanova's the eight. Uh, the other uh, south side of that bracket. Albany at the five. Idaho at the four. They have a bye week. Both those teams. Uh, then on on the opposing side, the three seed South Dakota Coyotes, the six seed Montana State Bobcats, bye weeks, and then the seven seed Furman and the two seed Montana. Uh, by week. So the matchups we will have this week, and we're about to pick these in a second here, but Gardner Webb, Mercer, Duquesne, Youngstown state, little Pittsburgh, Ohio, or Pennsylvania, Ohio battle. Gotta love that. North Carolina central take it on the Richmond spiders. Nichols take it on the Salukis of Southern Illinois. They got in. Were you surprised at Southern Illinois getting in? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was going to say, I, I got three teams that I'm a little surprised and I probably take issue with and that Sacramento state, which we talked about. Uh, Chattanooga, I feel like they're a good team and I, I get why they're there, but I might take a little issue with that one. And and, and that's part of the thing. People say Western Carolina should have got in over Chattanooga. They beat them head to head, mm-hmm. but that VMI loss is pretty bad. So yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think West, unfortunately, if you know, as much as we pulled for them all year, Western Carolina after that VMI loss is definitely not one I would really argue. Um, but then the last one, and we're looking at another team that, that beat an FBS Southern Illinois, the Salukis, as much as I love them, love the mascot, love the helmets, love the uniforms, everything about them. You know, they beat Austin P to start the year, which was a, their playoff team. And they yes. housed them. Yeah. A team with a lot of turnover though. Other than that, that Northern Illinois game is the only one that really jumps off the page. They didn't beat anyone else And Northern Illinois. 
they're that kind of team. Like they'll go out and they'll beat Northwestern or something, Nebraska. I've yeah. seen them beat both yeah. of those teams and then they'll lose to an FCS the next week. They do it all the time. So well, I, I don't like that one. And that's the thing too, though, is they were asked the final month of the season to me. And mm-hmm. to me, when I look at the UAC only getting one in, why do you, what do you think about that? That's, that's where I take the main issue. That's why I said like Sac state, you know, I could argue Davis just cause they're the same conference. It's an easy argument, but I think the UAC, honestly, I think they should have had two and I could make an argument for three. So Southern Illinois, I think they squeaked in over like a central Arkansas, for example. And I, I, I don't think they should have. I just, I mean, go through it. You said the last month, you're exactly right. Youngstown state. That's a playoff team. They beat the shit out of the Salukis. South Dakota state. That was a good game, but the Lukies lost it. Uh, what South Dakota, they lost that one, lost to North Dakota state. So where's the win, you know, other than Austin P at the beginning of the year in the FBS, I just don't see it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, some of the, the, the matchups also on the other side of that bracket, Sac state taking on North Dakota this week, Drake taking on North Dakota state. Didn't we see that this year? I think that happened week one or two. Or uh, they that South Dakota state. South Dakota state. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Chattanooga, Austin P and Lafayette, Delaware. Out of all those matchups, before we get to capping these, uh, which one are you most excited to see there? Hmm. Most excited. I think I would say it's between two. It's between uh, Nancy Central and Richmond and Lafayette and Delaware. And that's because I think uh, the underdog has a strong possibility of taking the upset in both of those. And I'm excited to see uh, what, what shakes out of those two. Here's what I love is because I have different ones. I think the okay. most exciting first round match. This is what, this is why a big playoff is great. I think Gardner Webb Mercer is the game that I say I'm excited to watch that one. I think that could be very close. Uh, I'm even for excited for Sac State North Dakota. I think could be intriguing. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. But yeah, I mean, there's the, this is what's great about it, folks. We're gonna talk all about it. Also, don't forget we got Grambling Southern going on on Saturday, and also. Don't sleep on. We do have a Thursday night game in the FCS, sort of, sort of. I said, uh, you know, you got uh, you got Tuskegee taking on Alabama State. Let's have some fun with that. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk all about it, folks. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the FCS College Football Experience is brought to you by Bet Three Sixty Five. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. They got props, they got sides, they got totals, they got live betting. Bet365 has you covered. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers either a $1,000 no sweat bet or bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Probably gambling call 1 800 Gambler. All right, we are back on the FCS college football experience, and it is a beautiful slate. Um, all right, let's start off. Let's start off with this year. I mean, I'm just doing this for for pick's sake. Um, because, and this isn't—I don't know if it's official, but Tuskegee. Is playing a th- Thursday night game against Alabama State. Tuskegee seven and three in the D two ranks. Uh, and once again, you got the Egg Bowl blended in with this. What is not to like, folks? Um, but I am seeing this line twenty three points. Is what Tuskegee is getting against Alabama State. Let's not forget Alabama State in the SWAC. Uh, pretty solid, six and four. Can I talk you into Tuskegee with the points? <laughs> That's the side I'm kind of tempted to take, but um, you know, a lot of times when you have a game that doesn't mean anything, you do take the underdog, but I feel like for Alabama state, this is a game where you come out, you're playing on Thanksgiving. You just have a hell of a time at home and you, you take care of the lesser opponent. So I think uh, picking it, I, I'd lay the points with Alabama state. They're a good squad. This will be a nice way to cap the season. Give me the points. 
in-state battle. D two, all all the reason to get up and try to cover that. Give me the points. Let's go, uh, folks. If you get a chance this weekend, I understand the card is unbelievable when you add in, uh, you know, what we essentially have going here of. Friday, there's a shit ton of football games on Friday and Saturday. You got NFL playing get all the, all throughout that as well. You got D2 playoffs, D3 playoffs, NAIA play. You got just shit flying everywhere. You got big time college football games in the FBS and the FCS. However, we got the Bayou Classic going on. Grambling. Southern this is just this is a beautiful this is a beautiful series. Southern leads the all-time series by one game. That's a fucking great rivalry. It's back and forth. They've been playing it for almost a hundred fucking years, folks. Um, I love this game. Grambling is laying two and a half points against Southern. I think you got to take grambling here. The momentum of what's going on with that program. I think you got to, even though I hate, you know, I historically hate betting on Hugh Jackson, but he's actually, I think I've hit two straight bets with him. Yeah. Give me the grambling tigers minus the points. What are you doing here? I'm going to give you my pick. I'm going to follow it up with a question too, for uh, commissioner Colby. So I'll, I'll give you a pick first. I'm going to take grambling Southern just fired Eric Dooley head coach. Grambling, you know, both these teams are playing to have a winning record. Both of them are five and five. Both of them looking for six and five. But even if that coach coaches uh, Hugh Jackson, I'm still going to take the team that has an actual head coach. So give me Grambling minus the two and a half to get it done. And then my question for you, Commissioner Colby, put the Commissioner cap on. Hey, do you start these playoffs this week on Rivalry Week in the FBS? Even though it's a holiday and you know people are home, I think I wait a week. But let me ask Commissioner. It's a great point. <laughs> but you know, next week's conference championships. So uh, nobody cares about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think you, uh, if I were them, I would be more creative about the way we do it. I would say when I look at the FBS slate, let me just quickly pull up the FBS slate. If I were commissioner, uh, hang on one second. Let me just make sure I am accurate with what I'm saying. Um, I see that like to me, the Friday night slate doesn't bang in the FBS. Like it used to used uh-huh. to have Texas, Texas, A&M, Colorado, Nebraska you used to have, uh, and I'm even forgetting. I think uh, West Virginia Pitt was normally on black Friday. So you'd have uh-huh. those three, even a couple of other ones that I think uh, are gone that were solid, really good games. The Friday slate. Now I know they quickly move shit this year. You know, they have flex spots. Uh, I feel like a couple of weeks back, they moved some games to, to Friday, but it's still a pretty fucking good card. So like the ones that actually have a impact on, uh, on the college football landscape from a national picture, Oregon, Oregon state, you got the last civil war that is on Friday, but moving forward, I don't know. Cause they're not going to be playing this. Uh, so I doubt that'll be played on Friday. Now, theoretically, could they uh, schedule a big 10 opponent and Rutgers and Oregon play on Friday? But still, I think that gets less interesting. Um, Air Force Boise has has Mountain West, you know, implications. Uh, Texas Tech and Texas do so. There's like what and UTSA Tulane. So you have like four games on Friday that have an impact on the national picture. And I think next year it'll probably be a little less. Now, could you sneak those in? Could you sneak those in on Friday? Now, that's my first thought because on Saturday, every year on Saturday, you're going to be going up against Ohio State, Michigan, uh, you know, the Iron Bowl, mm-hmm. Alabama, Auburn. So I actually agree with you in a way. Florida State, Florida, you know, to Clemson, South Carolina. I would try to do the first round, especially when you look, you have so many bye weeks in the FCS there. So you only have about. I would keep Southern Grambling on Saturday because I think that's where it deserves to be. Yeah. Uh, but Sac State, North Dakota, North Carolina, Central Richmond, Lafayette, Delaware, Gardner Webb, Mercer. 
I might even start on fucking Thursday night, man. Mm-hmm. I think you or, do or Thursday. Yeah. Run them all day, you know? Yeah. Thursday and Friday, I would load up on. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to do it. But I also think if I'm commissioner, you know, I would have Air Force and Army Navy rotate. So Air Force is playing every single Thanksgiving and you rotate Army and Navy. Mm, I like that. They don't play till December 10th. So mm-hmm. we should be honoring, uh, in my opinion, you know, American football with like the troops and the veterans playing that every single Thursday, you know, I'd much rather watch that than the Detroit lions. And I know the lions <laughs> are good this year, but I don't give a shit. I hate, you know, the fact they're in a dome. I just don't like, you know, I have no interest in watching the Detroit lions. I mean, I'll watch it cause it's football, but it's a solid, solid yeah. episodes of home improvement came from that though, man. And you yeah, can't hate that's on true. It. That's true. Right. <laughs> Uh, so that, that would be my, if you put me in charge, I would organize it like that. But, uh, yeah. All right. Let's get to it though. So, uh, you took rambling, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, folks, before we get to picking the actual FCS games for the playoffs, um, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is a great uh, great way to play alongside your favorite fantasy f- uh, players all season long. They got NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in, folks. To give you an idea of how great I like I I understand we've had sponsors before and I have to say what they they pay us to say, but this one, I actually like believe in the product folks uh, to give you an, an idea. If you, if you pick a minimum of two players from at least two different teams, you can also, this goes up to like five, six players, maybe it's seven um, like Jackson dart in the egg bowl. So Jackson dart starting quarterback of Ole miss taking on Mississippi state Starkville. That rivalry is fantastic. He has a stat projection higher or lower 25 and a half rushing yards two passing touchdowns. You can go. I like the, I, I actually like the, the, uh, the, rushing yards prop because he runs a little bit, but I also know this game's insane. Uh, I'm going to take the lower on 25 and a half rushing yards. And then I'm going to take a look at the other side. Cause you have to play something from uh, another team. Now, since there's only one FBS game on Thursday, I, I have to choose Mississippi state, but when it's a big card, you have a ton of different teams. You don't have to take the opposing team necessarily. Uh, Will Rogers state park, uh, the quarterback for Mississippi state true lawn chair, but higher or lower than 197 passing yards. I will take higher Ole Miss's defense. It's been kind of ass all year. Uh, I will take the higher and remember Hale state's playing to get bowl eligible. I think they're going to need to, to, to open it up in the passing attack. So give me the higher on 179 and a half passing yards. Uh, that's why I highly recommend folks checking it out and folks hop on over uh, and, and sign up with the promo code TCE SGPN. Yes. Once again, the college experience, essentially TCE SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code TCE SGPN. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, here we go. We are back on the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, as we got an awesome, a fantastic slate. Saturday, 10 a.m. Pacific in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The Hornets of Sacramento State are taking on the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. The the line that I'm seeing right now is North Dakota minus four and a half. North Dakota was an interesting team this year. Same, actually, they're both interesting. They had their moments, but you know, I think uh, Sac State's trajectory is on the way down. I think North Dakota's is rock steady. 
I will lay the four and a half. I think Tommy Schuster and the Fighting Hawks get it done against Sac State. What are you doing here, bro? This one's really interesting because North Dakota is one of the most perplexing teams to me from this season. You know, uh, I mean, you go back and look, and man, they have some good wins, obviously, over North Dakota State. Um, they beat the hell out of Drake, which now looks like a pretty decent win. And I even remember him hanging around with Boise. That was back when Boise had a coach. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've had some good outings, but uh, the last month of the season or so, they were squeaking by teams, and it was it was not all good teams that they were squeaking by. However, I think you said it, man. I think they're pumped to be there. I think they've worked hard for this spot. And uh, Sac State, this is a team I don't think deserves to be there. So I'm laying the points at the Fighting Hawks as well. Davis Richard at North Carolina Central are heading in to Richmond, Virginia. Take on the Spiders. Spiders are laying four and a half points. Man, this is an intriguing game to me. Because I do think Central could win this game, but I also think Richmond's been playing better. But I'll take the points. I think Richmond gets the win. What are you doing here? Yeah, man. I mean, Richmond, they've really come on and, and they uh they did well throughout the rest of the season. I mean, they started off real slow uh, and picked it up and, and got wins when they needed them. And I, I'm happy for the program. I think they did a great job. NC Central, we both talked about it. I don't think they even necessarily belong here, but you put a player like Davius Richard, who's probably a top five as far as electric players in this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take it on the money line. Give me Central to sneak by one game and have a Ooh, really money cool matchup play. with Albany. <laughs> Uh, Lafayette is heading to Delaware Stadium in Newark, Delaware. Lafayette is catching seven and a half points. Now, I gotta, I'm gonna lock up Delaware because you got your ass up like that. You're lucky to get in this thing. You get in, you run with it. I'm locking up Delaware minus seven and a half at home against the Leopards. It's been a fun story, but it ends here. What are you doing here? Yeah, this is one of those games I look at and I could see a ton of different possibilities. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Lafayette won this game because, like you said, Delaware squeaked in. However, what I did notice about Delaware this year. They beat the hell out of all the teams that they had more talent than. So uh, I kind of forgot about locks. I'm locking up NC Central with the points because I think they're going to win. And I'm locking Delaware too. Let's Woo! go. There we go. Uh, next up, Gardner Webb, the running Bulldogs are heading to Macon, Georgia, where Mercer at Five Star Stadium. What a great name. Uh, Mercer's laying three and a half, four shop around. We'll say three and a half. I think Gardner Webb's going to beat him. Give me the running Bulldogs to beat Mercer. This is my money line play. They're hot right now. Don't let the dogs get hot. Stone Labanimates once told me. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, man. One thing I noticed about uh, Gardner Webb is is they needed that auto bid because they they beat Elon, um, and then there was a lot of close games. Other than that, they got absolutely dismantled by Austin Pete. They played App State tough, man. Yeah, I mean they, they did for for what like three quarters, right? And then yeah. App State kind of poured yeah. it on late. Um, they didn't play ECU tough and uh, no offense, but that's not a very good team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> um, but still an FBS I, team. I, you are right. You are right. But I mean, I, I ECU, I, ECU was up for three quarters against Tulane. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's I'm so, still, Hey, listen, yeah. I'm still mad at them about putting up the goose egg against Navy. I'm, I'm, I'm not, oh, I am too. Go hire Rich <laughs> Rodriguez, go hire Rich Rodriguez. But uh yeah. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, so I just see a lot of close games, man. I saw him get whooped by Austin P close game, Eastern Kentucky, UT Martin lost or a close game to Bryant. A lot of close, close games. And I know those are decent teams, but I think Mercer actually got better as the season went on. Uh, that's the team I'm taking. I'm going to lay the points. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Moving along. 
Nichols, the Colonels are heading to Carbondale, Illinois. Speaking of Stone Labanowitz, Saluki Stadium's gonna be rocking. Shout out to our pal Stone. Uh, this game should be a bundle of fun, but the Salukis are laying 15 and a half points. Now, I do worry about the cold. <laughs> I think you've got to take Nichols. I am terrified of that weather difference. But I'm taking Nichols. What are you doing here? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm not going to take Nichols. Actually, I mean, I'm I'm happy they're in there. I like when this program's good, and they're they're a proud program. But I look back, and, and the resume is hard to find anything that's really really impressive. Uh, they played Sac State. They lost that game by 14. And the Salukis. I mean, you sit it with Delaware, and here we are again. If you're lucky to be there, you got to show out. I think they're the much better team. They got the home game. I think they're going to lay it on them. So I'm going to lay the points with the Salukis. Okay. Okay. Moving along. Let's jump on over to Chattanooga, Austin P. Yes. Chattanooga is at Austin P Clarksville, Tennessee for Terra stadium, little ba- in-state battle. You gotta love that. And Austin P is laying nine. Fuck out of here. This Chattanooga with the points, I think they're a live dog to win it on the money line too. When you have an in-state battle, give me the nine all day. I will lock that up too. Even though the governors have been a darling of mine, nine's too much right now. What are you doing here? Yeah, man, I gave you a shout out in the article that I wrote for the uh, Austin P governors because I didn't see that one coming this year. I thought it was too much turnover. This team's good. They're they're really good in close games, and they play a lot of close games. So uh, Chattanooga, while I don't even necessarily know that they deserve to be here, nine points, way too many. I think P gets it done nine. I'm locking that. Give me the mocks. Let's go. Love the mocks in that play. Um, mm-hmm. Folks. Next up we go to the Fargo dome. It's the worst part about it. We have two dome teams playing in this shit. Uh, <laughs> The Drake Bulldogs are catching 36, 35 and a half points. Man, why did they have to get matched up with North Dakota State? To me, if right. they would have got matched up with Youngstown, I'd be like, I might take the points in Drake. Easy. <laughs> They're gonna get bodied by by I'm I I cannot take the points here. Give me North Dakota State. I think they're baiting you with that hook. <laughs> I think North Dakota State's going to score 50 against them because that rushing attack, Drake doesn't have anything like that in the Pioneer League. So I think 52 to nine to six to three is the final score. I'm laying it with the Bison. What are you doing here? Brother, I think you're even almost being a little bit generous. I mean, shout out to Drake. You rattled off eight straight wins and got yourself, you know, an auto bid to the playoffs. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. I really am. But what a terrible, terrible pool for the first one. And, and you get this bison team that now actually has a reason to play with a chip on their shoulder and not just be the blue blood that everybody expected to be there. They, they you know, they got to fight their way through this thing and they're starting off with a much inferior opponent. I mean, I, like I'm tempted to lock it, but it's so many points. I think I, we I think, should. I think we should. Know, let's, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> We're locking the bison minus 35 and a half points, folks. Lock it up. <laughs> Final game uh, this Saturday. And once again, they did a terrible job playing all of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Spread these fuck. If, even if you're going to play it on Saturday, spread them out. Give us two at 9 a.m., you know, two, three at noon, three at 3 30 p.m., and another one at night or some shit like that. Like, uh, Duquesne is heading to the ice box, the ice house. Stamball Stadium, Stamball Stadium in Youngstown, Ohio, where the Dukes are catching a big number. 24 and a half points. That's too big. Give me Duquesne and the points to hang around. Your Penguins. What are you doing here? Listen, man, we, we, in Youngstown, we protect our houses. You know, you go to Youngstown, you look at the gas stations, they protect their, their, their businesses so much. They put bars on the windows in Youngstown, Ohio. We, <laughs> sure. It's for other reasons, but no, we protect our houses. It's fine. 
boards on the windows, bars on the gas stations. Let's go. Uh, this is a regional matchup. These two teams are not far away from each other. While I do want to say, CJ Sullivan, I love your content. You're going down for sure. Youngstown State's winning this game. So you could suck on that and take that bomb down under. You're laying uh, 24 and a half? I, I'm not, though. Oh, They're going to okay. win the game. It's it's a regional battle. These teams are really close together. I think Duquesne at least plays with some pride. I'm going to I'm gonna take them with the points. Folks, that's our show. We'll be back next week to talk about. Uh, first off, I want to thank everyone in the chat and everyone. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving weekend uh, and, and good holidays with your family there. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. There's the FCS playoffs roll on, and we got the lead up to the Celebration Bowl, uh, SWAC championship stuff like that. And uh, yeah, excited, excited to uh, break it all down for you here, folks. Uh, please, if you can, give uh, Mike here, Golf Coast Guru, a follow. On Twitter at GCG underscore wins. You'll see it there if you're watching youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The FCS College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, and we're gonna we're excited to uh to br- to bring you action next week. Uh so buckle up and until then, check out the college basketball experience every single night. Break it down. They got the Maui invitation. There's like a thousand tournaments, these big time matchups. Just watch Colorado, Florida state. That game was great. And uh, also the FBS show, which is called the college football experience. Check out that is obviously iron bowl, Michigan, Ohio state, you know, civil war, apple cup, just the way college football should be. Check out that. And uh, yeah, check out all the other stuff that we're doing. Sports gambling podcast live from Las Vegas, the bottom line bombs with CJ Sullivan. We're always rocking here at SGPN. Get the SGPN app for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. And uh, folks, until next time, this is the FCS College Football Experience. I cannot wait for this week's action. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.